Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and crap beer. It's episode 209. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello. And Adol. Hey. Hey. How are you both? Good? Yeah. It's good. I, 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 I give myself two thumbs up. Good. Better than last week when all of us just... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. days. Good. <laughs> Let's crack into some beers. Talk about some games. Uh, Lucy, we'll start with you. Yeah. What are you drinking first? Not beer. Um, I'm going to try something a little different today. Ooh. Um, You've not got one of those hard <laughs> seltzers, have you? I do. Uh, have you? Yeah. Ooh. It was really? It was in America, like white yeah. selling off the shelves and stuff. So I was wondering, yeah, I wonder what it tastes like. Because I'm, I, other than beer, obviously, I don't really drink fizzy drinks. I don't like mm-hmm. them quite at all. Um, may have a Fanta now and then, like once <laughs> a year or something, but otherwise I don't really drink fizzy drinks at all. Um, yep. Even as mixers, Ben, you've known me to just order the vodka straight and not, Absolutely. not yeah. even have it. No news. Slash, you've foisted that upon us in a, in a bar after <laughs> yeah. we've gone to several other bars that's, previously. That's yeah, what yeah, I said. Yeah. If, it was, yeah. if it had been rum or Jaeger or something like that, straight, I'm fine. Vodka? Mm. Yeah, it's disgusting. Mm. Yeah, Brom or, yeah, as you said, Jaeger, much better option. But anyway, I was thinking, yeah, try it out. Um, the one I got today is off Honest Brew, and it's from Wild Basin. Um, I've never heard of them. It's not a no. brand I'm aware of. Um, it's Boozy Sparkling Water. Uh, I think in America, it's, yeah, it's called Hard Seltzer. Yep. Um, this is Classic Lime. Is 100 calories. I think that's why it was mostly popular because it's gluten free. It's low, you know, low calorific, zero sugar, one gram of carb. Oh, I can't see that because it's green on white writing, <laughs> and I'm not even going to try. And you've got the shine from the can, so I'm not even going to try reading the uh, flavor text. But it's crafted and canned by Oscar Blues. Oh, okay. Maybe it's called Wild Basin. Mm. Yeah, it's called White Blues. Yeah, it's from Oscar Blues, who, you know, American stalwart. They've been around for ages, so there's no surprise that they can just be like, oh, yeah. Not saying that they jumped on the the hype train, but, you know, we can start making these hard seltzers and start selling Mm. them. Since they're flying off the shelves in the States. Uh, They do seem to be. Confess, I, I missed. What's the. How hard is the seltzer? So it's five percent, was it? Sorry, I don't think so, so it's above, uh, above session strength. So yeah, as I say, not really seltzer. I makes it possible to see in this can. Yeah, it's five percent. It's twelve fluid ounces, which is three hundred and thirty-five mil. Okay, cool. so it's like a can of Coke with five percent alcohol. Yeah, I've never what, like I guess. Red yeah. Bull comes in or something like that. Yeah, one those. of those thinner, slimmer tins. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if I've it's three fifty-five, it's a regular can. Oh, that's awful. Not, that's not a good face. No, it, it, it smells of like two steps above white lightning. Yeah. Oh no! Ah, brilliant. 
<laughs> you pour it. You you enjoy the don't enjoy the smell. Um, ooh, yeah, it's just fully clear. Wow. Um, Adel. Yeah. Look at that. That's ridiculous. Um, I think tonight you and I have got um you and I have got the same beer. In, we do. Uh, I was my... wondering if you were going to start with it. Um, I I can start with it. Uh, both of my beers are around about the same um, percentage. They're both. Uh, I believe similar-ish. One's a West Coast IPA. The other one is just called Dank IPA. Yeah, um, I mean, I would be. Uh, wait, what's the percentage? I was wondering what you had. Finishing with just, it because yeah. uh, I've got. So I'll tell you what I've got and why I want mm. to do this one first. Uh, I've got the Polly's Pale Ale White Noise. Oh, nice. Which is a five point two percent Pale Ale. It has uh, Citra, Eldorado, and Simcoe. Uh, the malts are extra pale Munich oats and wheat, and the yeast is London 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 Ale Three. <laughs> like I mean, I did have a gin and tonic um, before recording, but that's mostly just me not being able to read rather yeah. than being drunk. <laughs> that's bad. Sounds like a blood bowl town. New yeah. London. Yundin. Yundin. Um. Right, you crack your you cracked it already. Yeah, I'm. That's much better than minor deal. That's beautiful. Ooh, it's all gonna. It's gonna froth. It's going. It's going. It's going. Now look at that fucking perfect pour. I mean, it wasn't a perfect <laughs> pour. It's like three fingers of head, but it's a perfect not spilling on myself. Unlike two well. weeks ago. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It was two weeks ago now? Yeah, with the explosion. Um, yeah. I'm gonna drink uh, a beer from Brew York. This is Big Eagle 2020. It is a 7.1% uh, West Coast IPA. They say Big Eagle was first brewed back in May 2016 as a hoppy American pale and it gained rave reviews. Yet, after three years, it was retired in favour of newer, exciting brews. Well, it's now 2020 and our fourth birthday, so we've resurrected the Eagle and given it a boost with extra hops, more oomph, and even bigger flavour. Uh, mm. The hops are CTZ T90 and Cryo, Centennial T90. A Qanot T90 and Cryo, and Simcoe Cryo. It's got pale crystal 150, dextrin, torrified wheat, and assiduated malt as the malts. Um, 11 grams per litre for dry hopping. Um, it says it's hoppy, a bit bitter on their little web towards the right. back there. Everyone can see. I'm going to crack it open and drink it. We'll come nice. back to you, Lucy. Come back to you for your clear water looking <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it, it it's very much just looks like lemonade, clear lemonade. Um, yeah, it's just got a lot of carbonation. It's still fizzing up. Mm. It smells. I think the shock of it, you know, it's just like that doesn't smell good. I think I I've gotten used to the smell a bit more. It's mm. not great. You can definitely smell the lime, but yeah, it's mm. got something. Like weird about it, like frowsy about the smell. It's just so strange. <laughs> was it? Did it? Did it say it was? I know it was cool, or possibly cool while basement. You said something about it being citrus as well, didn't you? Lime. Um, right. It's, well, well, just says classic lime. Okay. Ah yes, good old classic lime. Yeah. No I key lime for you, just classic. Yeah. I tell you though, it doesn't taste as bad as it's. It, if it first smelt, it's hmm. It's very much like a flat, not flat, but because he's still got the carbonation, he got that fizz. But 
like a non-flavored. Yeah, do you mean like flat taste curve wise? Yeah, flat taste. Like yeah. the taste took the COVID recommendations and just flattened <laughs> the curve. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm. I mean, if people enjoy this, then fair enough. I think people enjoy it probably because it's like, oh, I just want to get a buzz on. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, it, th those always struck me as like a vector of alcohol rather than um, a vector of tasty thing. Yeah. Whereas I go to the beer for the tasty thing and, mm -hmm. you know, the alcohols. Yeah. I clearly great added both in bonus, but um, yeah, it just tastes like, a, like if you had like a Sprite, but you just took away a lot of that flavor, you know? And not much else. Um, you can de definitely taste that it has alcohol in it. Um, yeah. You are getting like a slight burn. Right. Not excessive because it's only 5%, but maybe it's more noticeable because it's not masked behind any flavor or or hops or anything like that. Um, what but, is the point of it? <laughs> I mean, it's gluten-free. If, you know... If you're that if you that way disposed, sure. and it's hundred calories, yeah, which is probably the third third of I don't know the same same thing if you're drinking beer, you know. But so do do you think it's aimed at um like if people don't necessarily enjoy beer or like those bigger tastes, but you're all kind of out with your mates, you go to a tap room, they're all drinking you know excellent beer. It's just an alternative for people that don't oh, want to. Yeah, I think it's I mean, people who don't like beer. Who yeah. Don't like like I don't like other alcoholic drinks. Like other than beer, that's it really. So, so like, I, I, I always enjoy found... rum. I can enjoy gin, mm -hmm. but I I don't tend to drink them. It's just usually just beer. But I guess it's for people who don't like the taste of beer. You know, they're not they don't want anything too. They don't want a spirit that's just going to knock them flat. Yeah, they can have several of these in a night, still get buzzed like their friends, but they're doing it on a you know something that's less costly to your health, you know, <laughs> calorie wise. I guess, but um, yeah, I, so only... I, see the, I see the appeal. It's just not for me. I'd rather have a beer. Sure. I always thought of it also as like a the home market for people who like things like gin and tonic. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, so people who like can, so highballs um, at the bar or at the club and don't like beer at home and it's like well I kind of just want the drink I like but buying a whole fucking 40 or you know a, like a, a big bottle of gin and buying tonic and stocking them and learning how to pour to the right ratio versus hey why don't I just buy a four pack of these and there's like extra flavor so it's yeah. it's like yeah. even better than what I can make at home I see I see I get it but yeah, I'd, I'd rather just, if I'm going to have like uh, 5%, if I'm going to have four of these in a night, it's just for the purpose of getting a buzz, really. It's yeah. not for the taste. Um, yeah, it's, it's strange. Cause it's, it's like if you if you were to go to, you know, a gathering place, a place meeting like a bar or a pub or something like that, this doesn't seem like the drink that you'd have with conversation or anything like that because it literally has no flavor <laughs> and it's not and it's not and it's not pleasurable in that way you know so yeah there's no conversation around it yeah and yeah 
this is this is targeted to like um you know 20 year or one year old probably both male and female mm. americans it's like you want to get trashed at home and whilst playing call of duty or something like that and you want right. 10 beers and it isn't going to cost you all the leg because <laughs> you know a lot of those craft beers out there there are people lining up around corners on you mm. know once a month to get some of those you know right. really good tasting beers and it, it costs a lot whereas you can go to your supermarket and go to your walmart pick up a four pack of these and then yeah yeah i mean it feels like it's like the the decent gin highball punk ipa sort of caliber above just whatever you get in the shop and like it has a taste and it's a thing you can buy four of and enjoy pretty easily yeah i'm old and i want something that tastes nice (laughs) that's totally fair because i have a slight taste now Yes, I'd yes. like to speak. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I still do. My money, so I don't have any taste at all. So. <laughs> right, you you enjoy the rest of it, Adol. I think enjoy is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> Adol, how's your beer? Uh, it it smells. It's like a soft tropical smell. So, like the head died down pretty quickly, but mm. you can see some decent. Legs on the or lacing, I should say, on the on the um when I sort of swish it around. Uh, it's this lovely hazed, completely hazed, yellowy honey color. I want to say, um, like peachy. Like yeah, peachy and actually, color. that's I was going to say. It's sort of like this soft tropical and stone fruit sort of apricot-y mm. peachy nose. That's kind of what you're getting off the tin as well. It really does do the pale ale. It's not too in your face. Um, it's got it's really really smooth. It's got a velvety texture, which again that lacing kind of betrays. Uh, it's what did I say? Five point two percent. Something like that. Yeah, so not too strong, but like um, again, it's got a light tropical, light stone fruit taste. Um, sometimes um, you know, sometimes like these the, these fruits sort of. Or these tastes sort of trade off. This is actually kind of like they're intertwined and have a very similar um, initial sip. It's actually the the forefront is kind of just more effervescent, and then it's like, cool. I've got this tropical. I've got the stone fruit. They're intertwined and they're both fading at the same time. And then there's a nice sort of light bitterness that that once the sort of sweetness and the fruitiness fades off, you you you, it, you feel this bitterness and it. Again, it's super light and lasts a little bit, but like this is, I think, going to go reasonably quickly because while there is a bit of a finish with that um, like pineapple-y bitterness, pineapple and bitter sort of interplay, it's really light and it's it's um, um, it's one of those things where I like I really like the marrying of the tropical and the stone fruit, uh, and so I kind of just want to taste more. So at least my mouthfeel-wise, uh, mostly wet, like there's no. There's no drying out. Um, there is a bitterness that lingers, but again, it's quite light. It's just a kind of want to keep drinking this. Yeah. And at five percent, uh, you actually like it could easily be session strength, but uh, sort of hard to tell at that four point five, four point zero to five point two range. It just tastes like a, a pale ale that you know you could slug back two or three pretty easily, or take small sips and really enjoy the the fruity taste. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. And to to that 
extent. I know what these uh, hard seltzers are. They're just chuggables. That's what I yeah. call them, chuggables. <laughs> you smash Good. five down you, get, yeah. that, you know, get that buzz. Ain't going to cost you too much. No How do I? Well, I was thinking like it yeah. feels like something for people to drink at home that are used to like just pounding back highballs at the bar. <laughs> you know, like not not I like a quality gin and tonic, but like I take the the bar gin and tonic, mm. and and I have several of those until I my my night's going on. You just need to go to the supermarket while we're all in lockdown and buy some quality gin. Yeah, right. Like mm. I'm being well, I'm being forced out to do almost every other day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my beer, it's not quite that much. One bottle a week is probably what we get through. Um, so yes, the uh, West Coast IPA, which was called something like Big Eagle, Big Eagle, yeah, twenty twenty. Um, it's got a lovely malty, uh, almost sweet kind of caramel nose to it. I know it said on the back that it was. Uh, I assume they mean in the flavour with their web that they give that it was sort yeah. of a, a lot more hoppier, um, bitter being the next sort of thing, and then a little bit fruity. Um, but yeah, the nose gives me lots of malts, lots of sort of sweet caramel, little bit of fruit in there as well, not mm. a huge amount. Mm. Oh, you can see it's you know super brown edging kind of on bronzy it's not uh it's not thick it's not sort of um translucent it's a little bit kind of in between it's a little hazy so i mean it's, it's really nice definitely getting a bigger a lot more of the hops coming through a little bit of fruit in there as well but there's a big pininess to it there's a lovely kind of dankness and it is it's more that piney sort of side to it that bitterness runs almost all the way through as well um i remember with the beer the leviathan i had last week which was again a big bitter beer straight off of the bat this one has a little bit more of that multi kind of backbone in there as well that's definitely yeah. still coming through and i'm picking up on that even though they said you know I might not because of the little what they've suggested on the web, but I am. It's coming, definitely coming through, giving a little bit of caramel in there as well. But you are getting some of those um, sort of tropical fruits too. But that bitterness is just really big and really nice. Exactly, exactly what I wanted today. Didn't know it, but this is exactly what I want. Luckily, the next beer is also a dank beer, so I'm quids in tonight, which is, <laughs> which is good. Um, yeah, just that colour. I thought, ooh, that looks like mm. a multi number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's much more to to say about it. Really, it's kind of given me everything quite quickly. So that maltiness, um, a little bit of the fruits, the piney bitterness, which sweeps in and just runs all that way through, the multi caramel that kind of kicks back in after that initial hit of bitterness comes in and lingers just a little bit, and it's it's one of those bitternesses bitternesses where it's right kind of at the back of your mouth. And it's just, it's sticking around. It's lasting mm. quite a while. And every time you take a sip, it washes through that kind of bitterness again, just reinvigorates that. So it maybe appears a bit more bitter every time you drink it and, and just, you know, keeps it sticking around a little bit. It's almost got a little bit of that, you know, a, a little bit of harshness to that bitterness. That sort of almost kind of smoky ashy sort of uh, element to the to the sort of the harsh bitterness in there as well but as soon as you swig it and get those fruits fruits through 
-hmm. it sweetens it up just a little bit. Um, so it invites you constantly to want to drink this. And it's a little dry. It's not really, it's not super dry. So I'm not reaching for it for any other reason. And I just want to, you know, have that flavor again. So. Mm. Sounds excellent. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to come back to this hard seltzer. Because yeah. what I do appreciate is that it has zero sugar in it. So the, the, the thing I hate about fizzy drinks is that I just feel the sugar coating on my teeth. Yeah. It's right. just, oh, I cannot stand it. So this, don't get that at all. I think this could be very nice if you, like, added your own, like, elderflower or something to it. Your own, like, even mm. some Ribena. You know, just give it a bit more flavour, <laughs> a bit more kick. So, yeah, I, it's growing on me. Okay. It's growing on me. How many cans have you got? One. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the night where you chug four, then? No. That, that's a different stream. <laughs> We've done after-hours streams before. Yeah. I'm sure we want not streams, episodes before. <laughs> I'm sure we could all get some hard seltzers and dig in for an evening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this would be great for, like, Dangerous. you know, when we do... Totally. Uh, yeah, yeah, where you just kind of... You want to have some drink. Yeah. But you're... It's purpose dawning on me it's growing on me so yeah good. Nice. Well, the flavor good. isn't but <laughs> yeah i was, I was waiting for that <laughs> yeah. um, so now um when you picked it up at the shop how how many alternate flavors were there do you oh recall? i got it off honest brew so uh, okay so i'd have to see if it's from if they do sell it in like you know your tesco's and stuff like that because yeah it's not something i'd typically look for so i, I have mm. no idea um I, fair. I just haven't seen it caught catch on the way it has like in america so mm. yeah but i mean have you had american beer i have i mean like like, oh, I'm, like i mean that as like, like what yeah, is it Pat's the mainstream american beer like mgd through the Coors light like uh I, I... <sighs> yes and it's bad <laughs> correct <laughs> so so i'm just saying i, I get why yeah. this might have caught on because if if you're in a more mm, functional versus taste alcohol vector type of market, this seems better. Yeah. Right? Because Coors sure. Light and yeah. stuff are like... Fuck, actually, I'm going to look it up. I have no idea how, what the alcohol content of Coors Light mm. is. It's got to be four, maybe four and a half. Yeah, so then you're getting way more... more you um, bang decent for your alcohol, buck. yeah, exactly. And 4.2%. Yeah, you can, and you can't put you know, elderflower in cause light and make it taste better suddenly. No, all you can <laughs> do is... Do the, how, here, here, here's the two-step process of making a Coors Light taste better. Um, step one, pour Coors Light out. Step two, pour something better in. <laughs> <laughs> or just eat wax like Homer and just numb all your taste buds <laughs> and just chug it. <laughs> oh... <laughs> what a misspent youth we had drinking Coors Light and all of those other. Did you really drink Coors Light as a youth? No, no. Even I as have a done. Mm, I have done. Um, it's uh, go it to a party, go to a party, buy a cheap pack of, uh, you know, a cheap crate of twelve bottles of something, whether it's Coors Light or Corona or, I'll you know, whatever you was the yeah. cheap, whatever was the cheapest twelve pack of beer you could buy. Right. Yeah. There's, yeah. 
Fosters and Carling and stuff like that. Oh, there's mm. a, but the, but the Fosters and Carling are like leaps and bounds better than Coors Light. Yeah, because even then I didn't drink it, and I was just yeah. like, this is a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit partial to Bex when I was a kid. Not a kid, Not bad. you know what I mean? Younger. A, a kid, yeah. A kid, yeah. <laughs> you, you were still <laughs> under 18, you know. We're all <laughs> the same place. <laughs> No, no. At least my <laughs> mum's not watching. I didn't tell her we were streaming. It's fine. <laughs> oh, those were the days. They were right. Should we talk about some games? What the fuck's a game? Who wants to start this yeah. week? What have we all been doing? What have we been playing? Well, um, whoever would like to start. I'm not. I'm partial. Oh, yeah. I've got a thing to talk about. Okay. Uh, friend of mine. Uh, Recently introduced me to um, oh, let me get the URL correct. Uh, Boardgame-online.com. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've so, heard of it. Yeah. yeah, so so I mean, for the I haven't really talked about it much on the podcast, but I'm sort of pseudo hosting games gatherings, etc., on our Discord with uh, various groups of friends, but mostly sort of the postgrad community philosophers here in Bristol. We've also had some Jackbox nights with just good friends of ours, um, slash uh, ex-hosts of Tanked Up. Mm. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so w the, the Discord has become sort of a place where, like, on Thursday nights, there's, like, group writing, stupid fun, where it's, like, you know, teams take turns writing haikus, where, like, one person will write five lines, the other person will write seven, the third person of the team will write five. To horror stories, to whatever, and then we mm. co-watch movies using Netflix Watch Party on Fridays, and uh, and occasionally we just sort of get together and people want to do something afterwards. And so one of the things a friend, uh, my friend Tessa, recommended uh, real late at night for the first time I played it was BoardGame-Online.com, which is old as fuck. It, it's <laughs> like a tabletop. It's like a board game tabletop RPG. But it's mostly madness, right? Um, and uh, you, like you don't actually see the board; you just see like where your position is relative to the number of spaces. But you can also whoever spawns the game. The default is 150 spaces, and the object is to finish your turn on space 150 or beyond. But uh, you have RPG classes which give you certain abilities that like will refresh every X turns. And so, like, if you're the assassin, it's like kills like literally kills someone within five spaces of you or stuff like that and then you go to shops and buy items uh which are kind of like you know the engineering crafting in wow where like you would make weird gadgets that would sometimes backfire basically all the stores have sort of stuff like that um and uh it's really unclear like you literally see it's a, like flash based the main panel is who's ever turned it is this is what's going on and you only tell whose turn is in because there's a panel on the bottom right that has in bold whose turn it is so there's a lot of confusion of like wait am i supposed to do something or otherwise and obviously it tends to be played like when you've already had a few drinks mm. and i think the best touch is because it was made before you had things like discord where everyone could be on voice uh there's like a communal jukebox where it just gives whoever like when a song runs out it just gives like seven options to who, the active player and everyone can vote and they just pick something and then it just 
it's got a like just a cache of YouTube links, and it'll just start playing them, and they're mm. just the weirdest musics. Sometimes <laughs> it's like bangers from like ten years ago or whatever, but sometimes it's just like, what is this? It's mm. great, um, and most of no one knows what's going on, uh, and you kind of just fuck around. And I yeah. think the the one thing that second time I played it, uh, there were like three other there was four of us but i made the mistake of not making it private so some dude from new york just joined our game <laughs> nice and started kicking our asses because he clearly knew how the game was supposed to work versus like i played this once i have a slight edge on my friends um but he like chatted up with us and we were chatting oh, with him good. but it was just it's basically just a really good nonsense time and i think mm -hmm. um why i wanted to bring it up is because a lot of the times like just having a zoom call is really awkward and it's like, well, if I was at the pub with you guys, well, not you guys, because I'm used to talking, but like, you, you, you go to the pub with a couple friends and you'll you'll easily talk for three hours. You start a Zoom call, mm -hmm. even with beer, and you're like, after five minutes, I don't, this feels weird. Like, there's something mm -hmm. that just video that calling. Yeah. yeah. And so, for example, when we co-watch a movie on Fridays, we a bunch of us hang out for three, four hours afterwards. But if we had just said, let's have a virtual pub, we wouldn't mm. hang out for that long. And mm. so I think something like boardgame-online.com where it's like kind of nonsense and like the whole point is don't really pay attention and it doesn't really matter who wins. But we're mostly, especially when you have something like Discord or something else acting as a voice channel. So basically, we all chat shit and, oh, so someone has to actively play. But really, it's just, again, it's this idea of a vector for uh, interaction and like an excuse mm -hmm. to get together. And I think that, and like I talked about Scriblio a few weeks ago, yeah. all those things are doing the same mm -hmm. thing, which mm -hmm. is like, it's so much easier for us to get into the mode of just feeling like we're in the same place when we're doing a similar activity mm -hmm. where normally at the pub, it would be, we're at the pub, but we yeah. kind of need something to bridge that gap. Mm. And also it's just sort of madness and like you can configure games, etc. And like, I would have recommended it um, the last time we all got together, Ben. But I was like, I don't think this. I think this is explicitly not up Kim's alley, for example. <laughs> yes, yeah. possibly not. I mean, I remember we all got uh, on one of the evenings. We all played some web-based knockoff version of Cards Against Humanity, didn't we? Oh, and, um, and again, broke. again, it's just chaos because yeah. you you don't know where you're meant to put your cards when you pick up. It, it's a uh, like a communal deck, so if someone takes a card, you can't then take it, but then you kind of can, because you can sort of steal it from them if they put it down, rather than putting it in their hand. Yeah. It's just, it's, it is just carnage. I mean, and that's an added value to that sort of game Yeah, I was going to well. say, what I liked about that was that it, it kind of made you realize that this isn't a strict video game. This is just yeah. a simulator of the tabletop, where it's like, we all have to obey the rules of grabbing cards. And yeah, technically, I can grab 17 cards. <laughs> right? But I kind of like that over the... That makes it less like a computer game and more mm. like sharing a space. Where that... It was, I think, playingcards.io or something. Where that fell apart, though, was that it started to desync really bad. And like sometimes... like Basically, you have your own hand here in the bottom of the screen, and you would click and drag a card into it and it would be in your hand. But sometimes people would do that and it would appear in your hand. Yeah. You'd be like, that, I didn't draw a card. Why, why do I still have a card? It's like, well, I really value the idea of replicating the free-for-all notion just because, again, that means they can model a bunch of different card games if it's just mm. a 
the I just need to scan a top and bottom of a card. Well, like a back and then a, a bunch of bottoms, right? Yeah. Um, but if it doesn't work and it gives you extra cards, they're like, well, this is actually functionally not useful. But I'd rather people strive. Like I, I'm, I've been looking through these types of offerings because I think, well, one, that when the technology breaks, it's kind of a sh lovely shared experience to laugh at. But also yeah. having that flexibility of just like, yoink. Like, I actually kind of want to play, like, Monopoly or something and cheat. Like, just take money from someone when they might not be looking. Like, I overhear Kib and Ben talking, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to take this from you. Yeah. If you notice, like, that actually makes me, it would make me feel more like I'm in a room. Even yeah, though absolutely. if we were in a room playing Monopoly, I 100% wouldn't take money out of your pocket. <laughs> mm. I think that type of activity, like, where it's the only way I can do this is because I'm in the room. I would yep. I would abuse so much online. You could be more would, mischievous. Well, but it would I mean it, it it would make me feel like we're doing we're playing yeah. a board game rather than we're playing a computer game together. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I um we got together with a bunch of friends uh, at the weekend and did a quiz um, where essentially each couple came up with a round. So everyone just did sort of you know. Uh, around the room did their rounds and that was great it was fun um, but we started talking about um, how one of the couples has started um, playing play Monopoly on PlayStation 4 oh, yeah. um, so it was on sale it was like 6 quid Ubisoft so game. the rest yeah there is the Ubisoft game yeah so the rest of us picked it up right. um, and we've got plans to have a go at doing that but I would imagine it's super rigid it is, it is a polished video game. It, there will be very strict rules that you can play. It's not like this. It's not like the idea that there is that little bit of chaos in there because it is open to, not abuse, but open to um, mischievousness, you know, and it has that janky kind of nature. Yeah, You yeah. can change the house rules, but as you say, once those rules are set in stone, it's not like, oh, wait, no, I, you know, let me give you this property and... I yeah, can't you hide the tray of money but, underneath but, my seat or something. Well, I mean, so so the way I win Monopoly, um, besides enforcing the actual rules, um, which are there's 32 houses, and it's not spend as much for five houses for a hotel. It's have four houses and spend as much for another house with those four houses to get a hotel. Turns out OG rules, it's really easy to win the game because you just never upgrade to a hotel and you monopolize the houses. Yep, that's the way the game's supposed to be played. Also, as soon if someone lands on a thing and doesn't buy it, it goes immediately up for auction. Yes, OG rule. Yeah. It turns out Monopoly, fucking quick game. It just you have to play by the <laughs> and there's and like people putting money on free parking. That's just a way of extending the game because the whole point is you have to mortgage things. Oh, um, sorry, I'm interrupting myself. But the original Monopoly game was made as a critique of capitalism by uh, basically a little old lady. I can't remember the name of the no, game she name, called it. Yeah. But basically, Parker Brothers saw her game, mm. copied it, called it Monopoly, took out all the satire, and have made millions Brilliant. on the straight-based critique of capitalism. And I think <laughs> it's, it's like, wow, you fucking... Like galaxy brain, third level, late, like early stage capitalism. Fuck you, to your critics. Um, it's kind of amazing. I'm sure she did get a payout eventually, though. In the end, didn't she? No, she didn't. Did she never? Oh, no. Yeah, it, it, she couldn't prove to them that. Like, I, I think at the time, uh, it wasn't clearly um, a theft or like operating infringement. Uh, well, that sucks. 
He does. Quick tangent. Watch McMillian's uh, documentary. Oh, yeah, you said um, about this. Yeah, yeah. Another PSA. Anyway, where were we? Board games, tabletop board games, and board games in general. <laughs> Is there anything <sighs> else to add to the board game? Um. Oh, right. Not for me. No. But we've yeah. been Kim and I've been playing Monopoly Deal, which is the mm. card version of it, which is super quick. It's only about yeah. ten minutes a game, um, which is which is fun. Um, I'm not sure how easy it's going to be to go back to Monopoly after playing that a bunch. Yeah, uh, and even if it is with some friends over the PlayStation, uh, again, quite a rigid experience. I would imagine how different it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and whether we'll get even get to the end of a game within an evening, within a session, whether it's you know come back to the PlayStation, we've all suspended it until the next time we play. I'm like, mm, nah, mm-hmm. mate, I, I need to I need I to bash know. out some more Final Fantasy. Sorry, <laughs> turn this a close application. I, I can't remember the online capabilities of that game because did play like a bit um, like it. This was years ago, like mm. probably three, four years ago. I played a bit of it. It's it's a decent, you know, virtual take on monopolies. It, yeah, it, it's it's a good product, but I I can't remember how robust the online capabilities were. But guess you'll find. Out. We'll find out soon, mm. especially considering everyone is on the internet at exactly the same time, all the time at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I'd last fucking yeah. virgin dies on you like it did yesterday mm. let's talk about how i had an existential panic when that happened and I realized oh, no. it was a uk wide um outage i was like oh 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 no 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 like i've been handling this this lockdown just just fine by escapism through like kissanime.ru <laughs> uh <laughs> and netflix and youtube Moving on um, swiftly. Yeah, but like, just alone with my thoughts in my room. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> and, and the work I'm supposed to be doing. No, 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 no. This can't no, no. happen. This can't happen at all. <laughs> like we had, we just replaced our router, and so I'm used to weird like internet hiccups. It's like we just replaced it. Should be fine. It's got the Super Hub 3.0 from Virgin. It's brand new. It won't die for at least a month. And there's like, oh, internet's dead. It's like. It's not the internet. Like it's not the hub. <laughs> um, um. Oh, uh, I can. Phone. I know. I, I I barely use my my data. I've got five gigs a month. Exactly. I can just. I can just hotspot. Hotspot. It'll be fine. But also, yeah. holy shit, is the world like I had this glimpse of how bad the lockdown would be without the internet. It's like <gasps> it would be like the nineties. It is. Oh, yeah, I mean, let, let's put this in perspective. You could play a video you... game without getting spoiled for you, mate. You just imagine that. But but at, at that point, you just try and connect constantly. Just have the <laughs> just on constantly in the yeah. background to feel better about yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was just not a glimpse I wanted, <laughs> both into what what access I would have, but also. How quickly I went to kind of anxiety mode. I was like, mm. well, this, this has told to me I, I I need to get a better handle on on my COVID lifestyle because <laughs> it can't be so reliant on yeah. the internet. 
do you think that will do you think that will bleed in as well to kind of uh, regular life when everything kind of gets back to normal do you think you'll you know uh, allow yourself to kind of reassess what you're doing now but will that have an impact on you know your usage uh, of everything kind of moving forward do you think no <laughs> done let's move on uh... <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> Good. Um, so yes, this has been what, what we have Final Fantasy corner last week, a board game corner this week. Um, what were the other corners? I don't remember what they were last oh, week. Who knows? Crossing. Oh yeah, we're not doing I, that. Corner. I mean, stay I away from that fucking corner this week. You know, ne- next week will be Animal Crossing. I, I'm going to try this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. To, to wake up buy early turnips early. so that mm-hmm. when we talk about Animal Crossing next week, I will actually be able to talk about it. I am like a member of multiple Facebook groups where there's yeah. dedicated threads about fucking turnip prices, and I get the the notification of a, a like a new new post, and it's like really I don't know, I don't care. It, yeah, <laughs> it's like I haven't once the turnips had the you know impetus to like check and go to somebody's island where they're selling for 500 I mean, uh, Elijah Wood found some with high turnip prices yeah. and jumped to their island and that was a news item and it's like, what is this world? <laughs> Every, everything to do with Animal Crossing at this point and you know what? I'm still clicking on them they're still getting their traffic and you know what? Fair yeah. play. Mm. You know, outlets like that, they could do for the traffic anyway, but um... Like out yeah. of lines. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't care. It's like, I, I still don't have cherries. I, I don't care. I don't either. Damn it! I was going to ask if you had cherries because I, I just like I haven't been to anybody's island other than yours. Oh, like, I mean, my just leave me to oh, my. We weren't going to talk paradise. about this. But like, Animal Crossing Corners is it's full of piss. It's miserable. That's where all the wallpaper's falling <laughs> off. Let's move to the a different corner. Oh. Lucy Lucy Corner. We're coming over to Lucy Corner now. <laughs> Lucy, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? Uh, I've played some video games. Um, Animal Crossing? Well, some? Yeah, still, I'm still playing Animal Show Crossing. Show off. Some. <laughs> well, what else is there to do, really? That's so. True. Um, I started and finished Journey to the Savage Planet last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, started and finished. How was? Um, good, because it was short. It, it was, made, I think it took me nine hours. Um, so for like an open, open-ish world adventure game, that's a pretty good runtime. Um, nice. I've, I've heard the humour is very good. Yes. Yes, okay. I did chuckle. You know, now and then it is a lot Twice. like fun. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Let, let's all just let's all just sit with the. It's funny. It's just a lot of like toilet humor. Like, oh, okay. There, there, there is some good good stuff in it. Um, good, you know, good laughs in it. But a lot of it is um, like trawling through you, you know stuff on your computer terminal terminal and reading like oh you you're this you know intrepid space adventurers that are out to you know mine this new planet but you're really just a skivvy of capitalism who's just <laughs> thrown onto you it's like you know okay. we want to take everything there is on this planet but we're not going to send you know the people who are important to us we're going to send you if you die on the way then we're just going right. to you know <laughs> reprint your body yeah <laughs> so there is good humor to it it's just that i 
I was just like, I just want to play the game. I don't really want computer terminals. I just want to get back into the actions. Um, yeah, it, it, but you're constantly um, not followed around, but you have this AI companion, and the stuff that she says is, you know, it is amusing now wow. and then because it is just like such a cynical take on. Mm. Oh, we're just going to colonize this new island, and you mean absolutely nothing to us. <laughs> it is pretty good in that way. Um, it's made, but I can't remember the team. I know it's headed by Alex Hutchinson, who used to work at Ubisoft, and it, and you can tell his like imprint is all over the game in terms of that humour. Mm. Uh, that's very much who he is as a person. If you've ever heard him in like interviews and stuff like that, but. Um, in terms of the gameplay, it's a first-person, as I say, open-ish world adventure game where you've crash-landed on this very colourful, very beautiful, um, cartoonish almost, like, um, new planet. And you're, at the very beginning of the game, it's like, it's sort of like Grow Up, you know, which is from Ubisoft, yeah. um, where you're on this planet and it's like, oh, over there in the distance, Oh, I think we oh, lost no. Lucy. Over there in the distance, Lucy went. She stayed there. Never to return. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying <laughs> that... Technology's uh, broken. It's very, it's very much like Grow Home. Um, yeah. Yes. And grow Up, where you, you're on this planet and you see in the distance uh, the, the top of this mountain. It's like, okay, your, your you know primary objective is to get up there, to go up there. There are secondary objectives along the way, like collecting samples from, from the flora and fauna of the planet and stuff like that. I didn't dig too much into those. I was just mainly doing the main line in the story. Mm. Um, but it's it's very much like Metroid Prime or just like right. a free Metroid game where you're collecting resources, exploring, you know, right. defeating bosses, etc., etc., to earn upgrades. So... Like you get a double jump and then you get a grapple hook and stuff like that and the movement like once you unlock some of those abilities is quite good so first person like platforming is actually decent in this game um mm. which is notoriously difficult thing apparently to you know to do like how many games have got good first person platforming is not too many yeah, I mean, case of like Mirror's Edge or I was just saying no th there like are Dying games Light which manage to first person person platform I don't think any game has actually done good first person platform I um, think Mirror's Edge is pretty good did, did either of you yeah. play Dying Light I could that was like almost um, a parkour style yeah. one wasn't it yeah like Mirror's Light. Edge motion uh, I, I actually mm, like, just everything a sequel? Just like, yeah, yeah. Gambling all over the place. Um, is there a secret? Yeah, uh, Dying Light Two was yeah. um, not just delayed. Yeah, it's probably it's probably a next a next gen like yeah, launch title. I would I think imagine. They've probably come out and said that. Maybe I don't oh, know, have but I don't know. But either way, it's pretty obvious. But um, or at least cross gen. Uh, yes. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But after playing something like Doom Eternal, where it's like it's serviceable but not great. Mm. You know, Gen Savage Planet was all right. Um, right, but yeah, it's a, it, it's a sh well shortish. It's about it took me about nine hours. If you wanted to do like you know get all your upgrades and do all the secondary objectives, you're looking at you know probably maybe another seven hours on top of that. So oh wow, it, it's, it's 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 the perfect Game Pass game. 
before he busted for me last year. Ooh, I wonder if it's on PC Game Pass. Um, I don't know. A lot has actually come to PC Game Pass. Mm. I don't I don't check in with it as often as I should. Mm. Um I, I don't know why. I'm just so busy with work at the moment that I'm barely playing anything. So Game Pass is kind of the last of the two or three gaming services that I actually check. Um so yeah. I haven't yeah, looked. I, I that makes know, sense. But it's, it's def- one so check it out if you've got mm. it, which you should at this point. Um, that cloud pub. <gasps> that game that you both have played now? I've not played it yet. Okay, but you both have. Yeah, well, I haven't finished it. Finished? Don't 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 get all fancy with your finishing games there, Lucy. <laughs> I like it. Them as well. I'm like, oh, oh no! You've gone again, Lucy. Oh, You've disappeared. The worst. The internet in Bristol was bad yesterday. It's moved its way up to Birmingham. The clog in the pipe. I mean, to be is... fair, the internet in the UK was um was all down yesterday. It wasn't just Bristol. Right, I think I'm you you are back. Realized. You are yeah. back. You are back. Um, yes, Cloudpunk. Mm. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Lucy Fair. may have, but she's frozen again. Oh, no. Boo! This is especially bad for our first live version of this. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least at least on the published podcast, we can cut around probably yeah. the last five minutes, but also, I wanted to like. Mm-hmm. Post cloud punk, have a chat about a beer. Um, Lizzie, Lizzie, she's just a frozen, yeah, frozen being at this point. Oh, In time oh. or right? Oh. Technology, it's the best. Everyone loves it because it's infallible, just like the Pope. Uh, no. Um, should we open a beer while she's frozen? She may still be hearing us. She may still be yeah, seeing I mean, stuff. No. Ooh, oh, we switched positions. We switched oh, positions. Oh, ah, that's oh, why. Her, yeah. Oh, she might be back. How does that fuck up our? No, it's yeah. fine. Hey. Everything is like fine on my end. Like I can see you two. You two are coming through. Perfectly. It's on green all the time. Uh, it's an nothing. odd one. An odd one for us both to get the same thing. I mean, it's clearly, yeah. clearly you upload something. Yeah. Uh, Full on conversation with you lot because you lot are just still working and still. <laughs> I can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> That's super weird. Yeah. So, so you're just clearly your your download was fine, but maybe your upload like stutter or something. Anyway, um, so Cloud Punk. Mm. Ben hasn't started it. Um, no, I've got about four hours in. Um, apparently, it's about a six hour game, so I shouldn't okay. be too far. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's ah. a basically a 3D delivery driving game 
set in like a Blade Runner cyberpunk mm. future. Um, I'm not sure what the overall narrative is right now. A lot mm. of it just seems to be like little pockets of stories being told throughout the world. Like you're picking up these packages from from this um, kind of illicit uh, like delivery company. And you're, you know, delivering them to clients and stuff like that. So it seems like a lot of self-contained little stories about, you mm. know, what the package is, who you're delivering it to, etc. Um, so I don't know what the overall story is. I don't know how it's going to wrap up. I don't know how it's going to end. But you're playing as this uh, this person who's not from this uh, rural town outside of this, like, metropolitan Tokyo-esque um, city that she's built on like hierarchies the higher up you get the higher in class you are and stuff like that so mm. you know kind of common cyberpunk tropes yeah. you know people have there's androids walking about people have augments you know and stuff like that right but her name's Rania and she's got this AI companion who's like the ghost of her dog or the, the consciousness of her dog she had to sell her dog dog's body because she was in debt to these this debt company and stuff like that so it's it's very like dystopian cyberpunk in that sense but um, is it you say you don't know what's going to happen with the main storyline but clearly it's just john wick <laughs> she's just aiming to get her dog back yeah in yeah. some sense i was like is that what it's gonna be is that is it all gonna be wrapped up nicely she gets you know she can afford a body for a dog or i, I don't know um, it seems like you're you're indebted to this like crime gang and stuff like this, but it, mm. nothing seems like it's connected. It's like uh, I'm not indebted to this crime gang. Oh, but now I'm just gonna deliver this pizza for this guy, you know? So sure. it's like I don't know where it's going or how it's gonna be sh- strung together. But you know, the writing's not bad. But I will say that the you can tell when you haven't got the highest quality of like voice actors. Um, right. Okay. Right. It feels like, you know, these people were just reading their lines, which is what happens in, like, recording studios. It's not like they get all the actors together and have a conversation. Not unless you've got, like, a massive budget like Naughty Dog and you're doing voice capture and stuff like that. So, um, mm. But it, it feels very stilted, and I think that's exacerbated by the fact that there's these pauses in between the dialogue. It's, it feels like they should have just, like, sped up or, or just you know, shorten the pause between the dialogue of, because it's voice acted, they should have just like shortened the the pause between like, oh, this character speaking and then this character right, speaking. Because yeah. it it's, makes it seem even more stilted because the yeah. voice acting's not great whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like they want to be dual recording that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have them in two separate booths but still being able to hear each other and have a conversation so they record the entire conversation and that is what is played rather than one person's line, then the next person's line, back yeah. to the first person, and yeah. The only character it works for is that is a dog, because he sounds like a dog. Ah! <laughs> You'd imagine a dog sounding, like, very childish and very, you know, every word is considered, but, like, so the other voice actors and, you know, actresses, they're obviously trying their best, but it's, it, mm. you can tell when it's just like, mm, this doesn't work, and... The, okay some of it is just really flat but um mm. that's probably my biggest complaint about the game um mechanically wise you're not going to get a deep experience i mean you're 
it reminds me of like early GTAs, like GTA One and Two, where mm. you are just driving around the city. It's not it's not a city that you. It's quite big and sprawling, and yeah. so it's not like a city that you're going to learn. Like I get to the library, I know exactly where that is, or something right. like that. It's it's very much oh, there's the waypoint. I'm going to follow it, but it's 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 like relaxing enough to just fly around in this car. The controls are, you know, fine. Mm. Yeah. I'd say. And when you start upgrading your car, it's like, yeah, it feels you know, it feels zippy to fly around this um this metropolitan town. And it's like, it's it. I think it's all in service to like the music and the atmosphere and the visuals, which are you know stunning it's got like this voxely it looks like minecraft but with like mm. the ray tracing mod like turned up to 50 percent. you know you see like rain like reflected off surfaces and stuff like that it's, it's, it's visually stunning you know it's very striking it's probably mm. one of the best looking games that i've played this year so you know nice i put it up there with something like ori and stuff like that and yeah I wouldn't really expect that from a game that's got that voxely Minecraft look, but it completely works, and and it is just great to look at, and you you enjoy flying around that city and just looking at the, you know, looking at all these high-rise buildings. It's very Neo Tokyo look, and like I've just been jamming on F twelve, been taking screenshots. Like, <laughs> right. I'd do the screen share and show you some of them, but I don't want to mess anything up. I don't want the stream to go down. Or I don't want my computer yeah. set on fire, so I'll, I'll share them in another way. But yeah, it's, it is it is just yeah, stunning. But yeah, in terms of gameplay, let's say you're not going to get the most robust thing. It is just driving from one area of the city to another. Yeah, it sounds. It kind of I, when you started talking about it, it, it made me think of something like Neo Cab. Yeah, it's a little bit, I suppose, a little bit different in that really in Neocab, you're not doing any of the driving. No. It is That is, you know, conversation simulator, isn't it, essentially? Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a, the driving is, a is secretly model. happening in the background, basically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, they're both narrative. I'd say they're both narrative first, um, but you're actually driving in this one. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I right now, I, well... Neocab wasn't voice acted, and I think that was mm -hmm. better because when you can't afford like the best, not even the best, but like decent voice actors and being able to string that, you know, that vision, that conversation together well, yeah, it falls a bit flat. But um, yeah, there's definite, definite um, parallels. So mm. I played Neocab earlier this year, so mm. yeah, definitely getting that vibe. Nice. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying just being in that world, mm. and and it's like you can just sometimes you do get out on foot on 2D and oh, that's kind of like handy. I mean, that's yeah. nice for just immersion, right? Yeah, mm. it, 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 the cities feel alive, and it's like cameras change, and when you you, you know change uh, perspective and stuff like that when you're running around, and sometimes it's like. Oh, I'm over here in, in this district, and then you just see like cops flying over overhead, or you see this building crumbling in the distance, and it, it really works to that immersion. So, mm. yeah, they've done a really good job of it at this. It's like it, it's it's a bit disappointing in terms of I don't know where the story's going or anything mm -hmm. like that, but it has you know superseded my expectations of how it would look and cool, you know, nice. 
Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's going to be the next thing I play, with you saying it's sort of nine-ish hours, roughly. I think it's about maybe six to eight or something. That's what, okay. um, you know, right. I'd review that as well, but... Mm. I think yeah. I think you can get lost in that world and not feel like it's you know that long. Yeah, but. yeah, that's fair. The, the, what I've just played, uh, which I'll talk about in a bit, um, I think it was only four hours roughly, and that felt like the right amount of time for that game. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see if that you know slightly longer uh, playtime for Cloudpunk feels right when when you get to mm. the end of it. Yeah, I mean, um, right now I'm still just enjoy being in that yeah. world and soaking up that atmosphere. So. I don't see it overstaying its welcome in that mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Good. Good. Because because there's so many like secondary auxiliary characters and like different side quests. So running around and collecting items and stuff like that it, does, it is service to these other like mini plots and stuff mm. like that. So that's nice. It isn't yeah. just like main objectives. I'm actually inclined to do like the subplots in this mm. game more so than I was in like Journey to the Savage Planet. So. Yeah. That's good. Nice, nice. Um, I will. I, I will absolutely get to it. I'm super interested. I think this week, at least for the next couple of days, I need to get to some of the uh, demos from like Ludo Naricon, um, yeah, Heaven's definitely. Vault, and, and things like that, because they're only up for another couple of days. I think. To the first um, of May. So yeah, like yeah. So about three days. Yeah. So I need to get to a couple of those. I don't know when I'm going to do that, but I shall try as much as I can. I also bought Kentucky Route Zero as well. Mm, so I got back to there. start at some point. No, mate, it was just, just I need to, I need some game. sun. I need to not be in isolation. I need to have been like out on a weekend with you two, and then I can start that <laughs> game, you know? <laughs> yeah, don't play it now. No, I won't. Should we drink? Should we open another beer? Should we drink a beer? Yeah. Well, I, I only have this hard seltzer. So are you still are you still cracking away, at it, Lucy? Yeah. Because I need to take this long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I've still got what half a half a glass left. So. Yeah. Nice. Oh, you're doing real well, Adol. Thank you. you. You and I have the same beer. We do. It is the well. I heard you crack it, so I'll read. It's the read Dank up. Money Dank IPA. It is a seven point four percent from S S forty three Brewery. Um, I'll read the. I don't think we've had anything from them before. They're from I've Durham. Not, no. I, I've so had I'll read one their. Of yeah, I'll read their not this generic one, flavor text, no. okay. um, which is for the love of beer. We think beer is the most diverse drink out there for any occasion, and that's why we love it. Our mission is to make brews we are proud of and are exciting to try. We pour our love for them into every single can. That wait, we pour we pour our love for them into every single can we make. I can't read. Our thirst for exploring all diverse forms of craft beer and making each batch more exciting than the next has never been stronger. It has Chinook, Citra, Columbus, and Simcoe hops. Low color Maris Otter malt. London Ale 3 Yeast. Same as my last one, actually. And uh, that's it. It is a uh, vegan-friendly 440-mil can at a robust 7.4%. I had um, the I Love Oats Me from S43 a few hmm. weeks ago. And I enjoyed it. Good. Mm -hmm. Seeing them a lot um, in the last few weeks as well. Lots of people drinking beers from them. Um, in yeah, the last I think few they've weeks done again. a bit of a bit of, bit of a blitz. 
Yeah, whether that is just uh, a much larger distribution kind of feel, whether they've upped their kit and they're now making, you know, a lot more than they were to be able to put it out sort of nationwide rather than kind of locally. Uh, who knows? We could probably find out, but I'm not going to right this second. Nope. Um, just on the pour, I'm going to say it smells quite tropically like that. It does. Chinook and Citra seem to be coming out quite strongly. Mm. It's what, like, again, actually, it's very similar in color to my last beer. Yes. Uh, it's identical. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's slightly more orange, but you can't mm. tell because I've, I've got a bit of a, like, yellow light in my, in my room here. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's you can, so, so yeah, here you can see the difference in, like, lighting yeah. between Ben and I. <laughs> Yours uh, looks I more think, juicy, I think, yeah. just from yeah. that extra extra bit of color to it. And yours looks more loosey. Hey. <laughs> smells nice. Yeah, it really does. Mm. Mm. Uh, a lot more of that tropical, I want to say like passion fruity, slightly mango, but mostly passion fruit. Yeah. Uh, very sweet smelling. It's very sweet on the flavor as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it yeah. does have that. It does have. I mean, it's, I expected it to be a bit danker than it is, perhaps. Yeah. But it does have that. Um, it has that fruitiness to it, but it's it, that that dankness comes through in that kind of almost stewy sort of nature to those fruits. Um, starts off with a little bit of sweetness, and that just fades to give a little bit more of a stewy, yes, slightly danker uh, uh, finish. Uh um, I'd also add that the lingering bitter finish, so it's definitely there. It's it's, it's definitely uh, uh, an IPA, but um, you, you have a slight pininess in there as well, which I think is little, helping yeah. with the dankness. But again, that's on the finish, not the main taste. Yep. Um, I did notice once I climatized to the taste that like some of that sweetness sort of just I, I just stopped noticing so like mm -hmm. second third taste much um much less sort of bright fruity and i think that allows the dankness to come through yeah yeah i'd agree um but it's actually i don't want to say it's like one or two note but it's it's like very consistent flavor mm. um and it, it is like you said like tropical fruit kind of it's Tropical fruit and stewed tropical fruit together versus like the last beer I had, which was like, again, pretty robust, some tropical fruit and some like stone fruit really well melted together. This is like the same thing, but a stewed version and then a little bit of like resiny uh, pininess um, to flush it out. But it's the, the, those two tastes that are being melted together are much closer because like, like there is a fresh sort of um tropicalness that's going on but also that studentness but they're the same set of flavors just kind of from different points of view mm -hmm. uh which means that they're they just it's really easy to just feel it as a single taste but there's a nuance there which i really appreciate yeah absolutely i think um we, we we've had the conversation before um about kind of what dank is as a descriptor as well um, and, uh, you know, conversations previously, I know I've definitely come out and said um, it's a bit more weedy for me. That's sort of what I expect from that kind of, you know, from the, from the term at least. And, ha and I have had beers where that absolutely comes through. Mm. This doesn't 
fit the dank descriptor that I kind of have in my head. But no. now that I've tasted it, I can absolutely see why they have called it this. Hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely. I guess the key is that it, it isn't a. So they call it a dank IPA. It's not a dank beer, but it has dank notes. Very clear yeah. dank notes. Mm. And and the the difference is like how much you read into dank being in the description. It just it isn't a super danky beer. Like there are there are beers that just are dank, and this isn't mm. one of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. also, I think contributing to that is that the dank money, like the dankness, is kind of all in the back end. I don't like even after getting used to that sort of more sweet, tropically taste at the top. I'm still not getting any dankness off the top either. Like it wasn't just being yeah. masked. I just don't think it's there. It's just showing up later, which is fine. It's just it it, it I think it's what's making the um, dank. It's not what I was expecting because dank was in the name. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. It's interesting though. It's nice. It's got, as you say, it's not sort of one note, but it's got a, a consistent kind of level to it. Goes from those tropical fruits, brings in that sort of stewed element to it. it has that piney sort of finish. Flows through quite easily between yeah. all of those notes. Works quite well together. Um, and it is quite easy. I mean, it's got a slight sweetness and a slight uh, thicker kind of mouthfeel, which um, suggests the higher ABV. Yeah. Um, it's 7.4. So it's not massive, but it's kind of, uh, you know, it's getting there. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely has a slight viscosity and a slight thickness mm. to it to sort of uh, to suggest that as well. Um, it's not like some of these, you know, eight percent beers we're having, which are as thin as a, you know, pilsner or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely got a bit of a, a, a body to it as well. And I think that adds to that flavour profile running through as well, just to just to give it a bit more oomph and make it a bit bigger than uh, than I think it kind of is, um, which is good. Nice, well balanced, rounded beer. Yep. Mm. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, it is. So, let's jump back into games. Unless you have any further thoughts on this. No, I, th- I think we've said quite yep. cool. the right things. Yeah. Um, Lucy, I assume you've played thousands more games than you've <laughs> actually mentioned. Um, um, I, I did just want to briefly touch up on one, because I, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of it then but um you know the guys who made agent a yakinko oh yeah oh yeah um they made an apple arcade game um oh called down in bermuda which is i think it's been out since the beginning i just didn't know it was made by them but um i was just scrolling through the catalog and i was like oh, let me download this one this looks bright and colorful which is something that i need now it's basically an isometric puzzle game and if you played um Agent A, it's got that very much very tactile. Oh, uh, I'm, you know, flipping switches, you know, mm. uh, moving objects around. It's got that very tactile feel that makes it good for a mobile game. But um, it's basically this guy who's like crash landed on some island, and then thirty years later, he's like, maybe I should leave now. And so you're just <laughs> solving solving puzzles um, from that, you know, zoomed out isometric view. And yeah, it's, it's, it took probably something about about two to three hours. I I didn't mm. realize because they had actually 
put out the game, I think, last September, and there's only, like, three islands to it. And since then, they've added two more. And I think the last one literally came last night <laughs> as I was playing it. So it was like, oh, it's just that. I didn't realise, though. But they're, they're doing that same Agent A thing where there's like, oh, there'll be more islands later. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you're doing that rollout again. Mm. Just put it all out, so that's a bit frustrating. But Yeah, yeah I, do I don't think that works. I don't think that worked well enough for Agent A. Um, I seem to remember no, when we when yeah. we had our first conversation about it. I think about episode three had come yeah. out, and I yeah, remember you saying cool. that progress didn't carry through very mm. well from the first it, it couple of chapters. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the first few, but um, which was bizarre. But I think with that one, because it was all in that one space. You know, yeah, you were going through like this mansion and then, you know, to this underground lab and stuff like that. Like, the puzzles were still, you know, you know, you were still in that space and it wasn't mm. separate. And it's like, oh, what did I do in that mansion? Where, where was that thing again? Where was that option? Um, I mean, this, this keyhole or something that I couldn't use and it's in the next update. So it's like you'd easily forget that. Whereas this is just very much separate islands so it's not too bad it's like each island it is is its self-contained space for the mm. most part so that's not too bad um th there isn't like a mechanic where you're just having to find like these orbs and it is just like sort of like a bit of pixel hunting and that's a bit frustrating it's just like on this well i played it on my phone on this tiny yeah. screen looking at the, for these tiny orbs and it's just like I spent like 15 minutes finding one. I was just like, oh, that's a bit frustrating, but otherwise the puzzles are fun. But yeah, just nice. Throw it up. I didn't know if you, I think it's coming to Steam soon. Okay. Um, I did have a quick look on uh, Google Play. I know um, some of the Apple Arcade games do come to Google Play, you know, because yeah. they're usually timed exclusives, um, but this hasn't arrived there yet. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, it's, it's worth just adding to the wish list to see if it. Mm. What price it launched? Do you think it would have been better, uh, you know, considering the issues you have with the pixel hunting and stuff? Do you think it would have been better on PC, uh, on a slightly bigger screen, uh, with that with that additional kind of space to be able to see stuff? I guess so. Yeah, maybe that's that's my bad. But I, I think when it was, it's just like, oh, I I don't know, like if I'm just not seeing this or. If it's something else, right. another puzzle that I have to figure out, that, that's a bit frustrating. It's like, mm. I wish it would just say, like, hint to give you hot and cold. Like, here it is. If you're old and your eyes ain't doing too well, it's just like, <laughs> here it is. Here's this tiny little orb. Because they hide them and they intentionally hide them. It's what happens when you're in your 30s, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> it's all... Well, it's all downhill for 20, really. So. <laughs> I've been on this trajectory for a while. <laughs> it's just a real hard plummet there, rather mm. than the steady... That's true. I, I mean, think I prefer Just not that. comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no surprises then. Just let, just let it plummet. Yeah. Just overnight, yeah. One day, one day, Lucy, you'll, just, you'll, you'll wake up and you just won't play any games ever. <laughs> yeah, you'll turn into me. <laughs> oh no! If that I would have be that the worst in of all five years, possible. then I, I think I've done well. Yeah. Yeah. Get next. Get next gen out of the way, and then just check out. 
Like, no, I'm done. This is as good as it can be. Oh, next gen. I don't even. That's think a I kind of worms. I think we honest. can't open right now. No. Nah. I have. I have. I do have a game. I have to talk about this week. Um, talk away. So I don't think we can delve into next gen and all of those sorts of things. We will be here for hours. Yeah, I don't want it. Don't want it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's Go coming, away, Lucy. Stupid companies. It's coming. Uh, I still think it's going to be next year now. I think it's going to be pushed. Who oh knows? yeah, I think that's I mean, yeah. so PlayStation have talked about. I know we weren't going to talk about it, but they they were going to like stagger delay things. Um, mm. I think that staggered delay is going to be functionally make it next year, but they just want to be able to say they released shit in twenty twenty, so it's going to be like sure. seven units or whatever. But like yeah. no one, no one we know, but right, surely is, they're is going to release it in UK, US, and Japan. Yeah, yeah, but but how many Japan, units? Yeah, right? they were they were talking about like five, six, seven million units, weren't they? Um, yeah. Whereas like fly off the shelves though. Yeah, whereas PS4 was like 10 million units in the first couple of weeks, I think. It's going to be a bad dash, but also... Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. People will buy these things. Yeah. They will. They will. So, I uh, do need to talk about a game called The Shattering, which I've been playing. Um, Over the last uh, week... I got it last um, last Tuesday, I think. So I hadn't put any time into it before we recorded last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have managed to finish it now. Um, uh, it's from Super Super Sexy Software, which oh. is one of the best developer names in existence. I thought Beard Envy was good. That be, yeah, Beard Envy is very yeah. good, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a fucking yeah, black and white game. It is a black and white game. So I got a code for it uh, to review. This is my review. Um, it is when you look at it it's a first person um, walking simulator essentially uh, and it is all in kind of news game it is a news game yes. <laughs> uh, very narrative based um, and it is all in a very white tonal um, aesthetic um, lots of blacks yeah. in there as well um, but you know to offset those white sort of notes and you are um, a character called John, and you're walking through memories. You're walking through your mind, recounting how certain memories have made you feel, trying right. to open yourself up. Um, it starts off with you talking to a doctor and trying to recount certain events. And a lot of it runs through some very traumatic sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, through from childhood, through various kind of um, episodes of anxiety, trying to find uh, work, to then finding uh, a partner and how that kind of works. And so, uh, you know, kinds of things that are sort of alluded to, you know, an accident that kind of happens that is uh, brought up within the first sort of few minutes of the game and stuff. And it's a, it, I think they call it like a psychological um, sort of like narrative experience. Right. And it kind of, it very much is in terms of trying to push across the narrative that they're trying to get. Um, as I was playing through it, I'm thinking, you know, are these memories? Is this actually kind of more delusion? Mm. Is this sort of made up stuff? Uh, and and it, it kind of plays on that a little bit. 
and does it quite well in the idea that you're walking through memories and it very literally is called the shattering yeah. in how things can just sort of explode once you've done you know you've clicked on maybe a typewriter and he is typing out part of a story and then someone makes a noise somewhere so you bang on the wall to stop them making noise to make them be quiet mm. and the the wall will crack and start to sort of shatter away from you and then once you've done a few of those sorts of things almost the whole room kind of explodes or a wall will sort of blow out and it has that very literal idea of the shattering and, yeah. and, and, and kind of breaking through these memories in your mind or sort of the story that you're trying to tell. And does it does it work as a concept? Um, to a certain... To, um, I think... Story. I just sort of... Uh, leading kind of the beats that are playing on here i sort of know what's going to be coming almost Mm. um it does it quite well it plays through in sort of acts and works through various stages of of, of his life um and 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 builds on the story builds on this kind of um idea of you you sort of know who this guy is from the outset a little bit and then tells you kind of how he got to this point yeah. Um, it, it accentuates that white tone with a few sort of colours here and there. Um, usually, the things that you can kind of interact with. Mm-hmm. Um, some elements of um, you know, you'll open a pizza box. Everything else in the room is white, but the pizza's in colour. So yeah. I instantly thought, oh, okay, I can do something with this. So I clicked on the pizza. Yeah. I put it in the microwave. I was able to then eat it. Not and I got. Really? A st- I got a Steam achievement for eating. I know microwave pizza. It was takeout pizza, so it was clearly it was clearly uh, you know it'd been sat there for a bit. Um, but there's there's certain sort of uh, there's um, there's certain gamified sort of elements to that as well. So mm-hmm. I got a, I got an achievement for a Steam achievement for doing that. Right. Uh, something that I could have missed entirely, but actually something that added to the experience. Be like, oh, yeah. this is it's in color. It's not it's not an important sort of element that the pizza is in colour but it is something slightly different you know yeah. against this white tonal environment that I'm in um, it's something a little bit more solid and, and possibly a little bit more real you know tying me to that moment a little bit more so it, it, it has those elements in it as well yeah. um, and it was only about four hours okay. so you can you can get through it you know pretty swiftly there was stuff that I missed yeah. uh, various things where um, I could have picked up numbers and the hotel room that the guy was in, I could have put into the safe. But mm. rather than doing that, I went into the door, which had, you know, opened and then missed that because it went straight into sort of like the next scene and stuff like this. Yeah. And it also does some very clever um, scene changing elements. So you'll be walking forward, yeah. you turn a corner and turn another corner and walk into a room but actually, previously, there was a corridor that occupied that space. And then if you walk right. back around, yeah. you're back into that corridor again. Or you walk forward and you turn around and suddenly there's a wall behind you instead. It does some very clever techniques Peaking. in changing. Yeah, yeah it, it, a little bit. Um, yeah, it does some clever stuff with changing the environment to sort of push you on to make you, again, set the environment for making you feel like you're inside someone's head, that things mm. are changing constantly. 
um, it isn't just um, you know an environment. It isn't like Firewatch where you're in the open, you're in an environment, yeah. and everything is kind of fixed, and you move through that. It, it definitely gives you that feel that you are experiencing something within this character's mind. So it, it, it sets all of these things up very, very well. Yeah. Um, and the the ending isn't a huge revelation. Um, you could see it coming or I could I could sort of see it coming. I already had it kind of in the back of my mind okay. about maybe what was happening and stuff. But it, it worked well. It, it worked with the narrative that they were telling, mm-hmm. definitely. And it also kind of recalled you through various stages too. So it's kind of like, you've done all of this over this time. Here's a short sort of snapshot of all of the things that you've yeah. kind of experienced to then get to this point. So it recapped things kind of quite well to put yeah. you in that, that point as well. Um, as someone who... You know, Hellblade was your favourite game, mm. whichever year that came out. Who knows? No way to check. 2016 or 17, yeah. Yeah. One of them. But obviously, that had, uh, you know, its take on mental health and portraying that. Do you think this has the chops to do it? it was it was the story emotionally arresting or anything like that? Uh, uh, some, some parts were. Mm. Some parts I definitely felt like, oh, okay, yep. Yeah. This is this is a a very you know, if I was a kid of the age that is being portrayed here and this happened to me, that's a really traumatic experience. I can yeah. understand why, in later levels, you would be anxious about various things and, and and certain stuff that is again portrayed. So they've built that through very well, and taken mm-hmm. that through as a character. It's not like here's a dramatic event, just swipe it to the side. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't have any bearing on anything kind of whatsoever. They've done very well on building on that. Uh, Hellblade very different in the idea yeah. that it is sort of a visualized version of kind of psychosis mm. um, and um, how that is sort of portrayed visually and audio auditarily. What am I looking for? <laughs> Aud- Audibly. Audibly. There we go. Thank you, sir. That's a good. Uh, yes. Good. Um, well done. Dip. The, <laughs> the, um, the 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 shattering is very different, very different yeah. in that sort of sense. Uh, yes, kind of things form from fragments in the sky to form the corridor that you're walking down. Um, anxiety and fear is um, is visualised by um, you know sort of lights going out and it being a, a darker sort of space and stuff in the environment moving kind of yeah. without your control. Um, it does well in, again, portraying that this is sort of a memory by not actually giving you any um, physical forms or faces of the other characters in scenes. You know, I think the idea that actually when you're kind of dreaming or you're sort of memorizing things, you kind of understand the space and the feelings that you had in that sort of, mm. um, in that in that experience rather than knowing exact detail and things. So there's lots of clever stuff that they have done to portray that, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and I think successfully as well. Yeah, that's good. Uh, mm. it, it, just everything that you've said, it just reminds me of a game called Fragments of Him, which is mm. also like monochrome. Mm. They, you know, a lot of things aren't fleshed out, like people's faces and stuff like that. It's very much recounting the trauma of this like it, it, it's told from like the perspectives of like this dude who died in a car crash. He it's told from the perspective of like an ex-girlfriend, his fiance to be, 
and his his grandmother and stuff like that and it's like just play just remembering that game and how like oh, how brutal that was like people recounting memories of this person it's just like oh my god don't yeah. think i'd be able to play something like that now so mm, <laughs> fair <yeah>. play <laughs> yeah and i mean um i definitely gonna what was that on steam i played that on xbox but it's, it's on okay. steam yeah hmm. i enjoyed that i enjoyed fragments of him um, yeah, I don't. I, it, it's, the shattering didn't, um, you know, as I said, didn't hit me. Hmm. Um, whilst certain elements were very kind of uh, thought provoking, yeah. it, it didn't sort of lead me down an emotional path, kind of really in any way. Some, um, some games just don't, you know. Like sometimes it depends what mood you're in. So yeah, absolutely. It could be down to anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think I played this in quite short bursts. So, you know, it was half an hour here or there kind of moving through um, rather than, you know, it's a four hour game. If you've got an afternoon uh, to yourself with nothing to do, you can bash that out. Um, Mm. And it's probably better experienced, um, if not in one go, at least in in the acts that it has. So I think there are five acts. Mm. Um, So it's probably best experienced by just doing a whole act and then you know then having your break rather than i was sort of breaking halfway through mm. and then thinking okay yeah i can see why this is now cut to the sort of to the next act and yeah. and, and doing that sort of thing so uh i think that would be a better way to play it and it may elicit something else um yeah. kind of within you to to experience that as a as an act as such rather than my kind of 15 30 minutes here or there yeah. um to sort of to play through so uh it's definitely worth a look mm-hmm. uh if you enjoy narrative n- what wait news games narrative exploration walking simulators the exploration not so much <laughs> not so much in the shattering um no your mic's off still thanks <laughs> uh it might just be in any game then well it's definitely a walking simulator there are you know there's one path essentially that you can take you are uh, hitting certain elements at certain points. So, um, you know, there's a rose on a table. Pick it up. The next thing will trigger. There is a, a, a set of plates and some food on a table. You take the, the lid off of a serving sort of tray and it will trigger the next sort of scene. Right. So yeah. it is very scripted in how it moves you through. Um, a, lot, a lot less sort of... Um, open exploration i should say you're still kind of exploring the environment to trigger the scene and know what you need to do um, yeah, but yeah but it's not like a it's not like a firewatch it's more no. like a i guess in that sense it's more like a point and click like in the sense of like you're mm. going through set stages yes yeah yeah I, absolutely I, I look who who owns um fragments of him yeah i'll give you one guess who owns it on steam that man yeah every game you own every game in existence when did this come out again 2016 <laughs> oh yeah of course i own if it's that old yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man Called up by Lucy. No good. <laughs> I just I was just looking on Steam. And just like, I I don't know. Just scroll I, down. What, <laughs> one friend already. When did I get this? <laughs> in a bundle somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, given that uh, 
the Steam page says, complete your collection, buy Queer Games Bundle, bundle four of seven of of this bundle already are in oh, your wow. library. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I only own one of them. Uh, I own uh, Tacoma, Gone Home, 2064 Read Only Memories, and this. That's not unreasonable. No, that's. The fact that I don't know all of those. I played all of those. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what Fragments of Him was, though. I mean, that doesn't think. You said the thing, and I was like, oh, that sounds like an interesting game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I own four of those. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, I'm not that bad. Um, Guess what? I only paid for one of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure I didn't pay that much. I, I, I mean, except for the humble uh, monthly, I barely pay money for games anymore, and yeah. I still somehow have so many games, even more recent <laughs> ones. Like, as long as you don't want to be on the zeitgeist, like the Switch is probably the worst thing for me because mm. no games go on sale, so every game I have on the Switch is like. A reasonable amount of money. They and did, I don't have a small library. I bought Burger Tycoon for like yeah, I was, 21 I was pence. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I bought that fucking that game that was one Canadian penny, but like <coughs> 40 pence here. Oh, yeah, oh, really? you showing me that. And I was yeah, like, yeah, you know I was what? just like, buy this. It's a pence. Like, how, how can you get it? And you're like, no, no, it's like 40 pence. I'm not buying some random game for 40 pence. I'm like, oh, it was a Canadian penny, which is like, not even half a pence. Like, hmm. it, it's a non. It's because I know that game will be free in three weeks. Yeah, that's why I was like, not worth it. Because that's what I enjoy. They I, I, I enjoy ninety-nine percent off and then a hundred percent off the next week. Yeah, <laughs> it's the wild west over there in Nintendo. <laughs> it's the wild wild Mario west. And he, Mario and Bowser come together and sort sort shit out. Mm, they do. They do. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know um, if uh, it's a game you wanted to talk about this week at all. I know you've been playing Gree. You mean um, Gris? I think you mean Gris. Is it Gris? Gris? No, it's no, definitely it's Gris. It's, it's yeah. French for Spanish. Grey. Yeah. I mean, it's probably Yes, you are right. Yes, yes, you, you are right. But um, it's a Spanish studio, I believe. I, I, no, I, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to talk about it this week. Um, I mean, I'm I, not in a rush. I'm happy to talk. Yeah, it's it's actually yeah, it's the same thing in both languages. Because um, uh, I know uh, it touches I, on it touches on similar sort of themes to yeah. you know the yeah, shattering. shattering. Yeah. Mm. So you say yeah. Um, I I'm happy. I didn't know what the uh, schedule was, but I guess we've only been going for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't feel like you have to. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I was purposely, like, not saying it, because I wasn't sure if you needed to bail, and we clearly had enough, like, things to talk about. Maybe we'd go to next week. Um, well, I mean, but... I, it's it's completely up to you. We can save it to next week. Nah, I, let's, I, let's um, fucking so talk about So I've got it. it. Again, I don't think it's going to be the next game that I have time to play, so have you, it's going to be further it down the line. Not yet, no. Okay. To be honest, yeah. it's not something you can really spoil. So, no, I'm not really worried about spoilers or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was hoping when we talked about it that maybe you would like experience the first five minutes because okay. honestly, uh, that's all you need to kind of get the vibe. Not to say that it's that's all there is, but like you get what it's doing. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, no, so I, I, I played it to completion. It's like, yeah. I cannot spoil the story for you because I don't know exactly know what it was. You know? yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I played it, I probably played two thirds of it. I think maybe let's like, like carve out half an hour for next week mm. to play because I think the things I want to talk about it, you'll understand after half an hour and then all three okay. of us will have like talked about it, or have, have sure. experienced it. Uh, I'll also try and finish it that way, like loose and I can bounce a little over. Mm. I, I, it's, again, it's just not a linear needing to finish game unless it grips you. So, like, um, yeah, I think it'd be worth us talking about it, uh, having us all like experienced past the prologue, and like basically, yep. yeah, because you get it after that. Yeah, point, after yeah, the yeah. prologue and maybe the. Like basically, when you get the first new move set thing, uh, you get sort of how it's going, and and honestly, uh, mild spoiler: like the platforming with the unlocked moves is is nothing to write home about. It's very simple, but you get kind of what you're doing in the pace of the game after you've unlocked a move, and sure. it's not going to be groundbreaking, except where it is. Spoiler alert for what fucking move you unlock. <laughs> um, in video games, it's either a double jump or a grind pain. So yeah. <laughs> it's one of the two. So, but like, I think it'd be worth us all being on the same page on that because yep. it doesn't take long to get there. Like, I think I've put two hours in, two and a half, and I'm at least, like, from what I understand, like two thirds of the way through. Like, right. yeah, I have three of five colors. Hours, yeah. Like, it's just, mm. it, it, I, I could talk at length about little things but um given that it's not new it'd be worth us all having some like yeah, tangible exposure yeah. yeah sure it's beautiful and it sounds good it's audibly good so hmm. oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I do remember you spoke about it last year yeah. lucy well, i mean it came out like the 2018 november I think. yeah yeah, yeah maybe the year before yeah favorite oh. game yeah, it's just I, as Adil said, the platforming's nothing revolutionary, but I really liked the look of it. I really mm. liked the uh, how it sounded, and the story was very vague. It's like, yeah, it, it, you know, I think it's a combination of the visuals and the music. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I can get something from this. Mm. But, yeah, there's yeah. there's like a uh, a real deep version of interpreting things. Um, based on uh, the minimal prompts you get, like, basically the only... It, spoiler alert, it doesn't tell you what's going on, <laughs> except for when you happen to hit the right statue or whatever and then it tell, it gives you, a, like, an achievo that has a descriptive, like, oh, I think this is what the character's going through. Yeah. Um, right, okay. And I know I've missed achievos based on that, but also it's kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll get into it next week, but like yeah, let's let's, let's yeah deep dive into it uh, into it next week. Yeah, and like um, I said, I think if you can just squeeze out half hour to forty five minutes, you'll be able. I'm to sure, just I can find that. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to fully participate. I'll yeah. finish the game by next week because mm -hmm. um, I I don't think it'll take that long. And what platform uh, I, are you playing it on? Uh, this thing, the, the switcheroo. Yeah, yeah, the swash. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, basically what prompted this discussion is, for those of you listening and or watching, it, it's one of the, fr it's one of the Humble Bundle monthly 
Apex of mm. April, and right. I knew Lucy had finished it, and I had bought it a few months ago for real cheap on the Switch, and then I got a free code. Well, free. I got a humble bundle monthly code for on the PC, and I was like, oh, I'll just give it to Ben, <laughs> and then all three of us can talk about a game, which hasn't happened since God knows when. No, I'm sure it's not it happened. that yeah, I don't know. long ago. Yeah, yeah, Probably I not. just mean it. It doesn't happen. Filament. Yes. Filament a few well, weeks yeah, ago. The, yeah, the game where we all got free codes. The game codes we for. all got free codes, yeah. <laughs> Which has now released, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, another, ge- another game I need to go back to, because that is fully released. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. I would love to. That's My problem game? is the last level I died on, or I quit on, I'm pretty, it wasn't, like, bugged. I was just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, just like I t- t- talked about Fold Apart last week. My brain just can't comprehend that, so I cannot play that game. Mm. I'm not smart enough. And my brain <laughs> in these ways. I've always wondered Hopefully. about puzzle games, how they come up with I... these puzzles. Is it like, have they got like, like a, a genius Rain Man on every single team? He's just like, yep, yeah, do this. So. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully I there'll be some walkthroughs. Yeah, um, except so you know, my, my problem, I, I think they'd be path-throughs. Um, my problem yes. is that well, I think I'm just an asshole to myself. Like I feel like uh, wh- why play one of these games if I need to just follow a path-through? Because then it's just, can I input left, right, left, right via, via the path? Like I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm seeing it too black and white. I think the, the key is, if I'm stuck mm-hmm. on a level, it's okay to get a walkthrough to pass me that level. In the next level, I don't need to use the walkthrough. That's probably what's going wrong in my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Just that, that, that kind of imposed barrier mm-hmm. that you've sort of put in that, that kind of just stops you. Uh, well, yeah, and, and also that, and the, 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 the side, like, the idea that if I've started to use a walkthrough, I guess I'm using a walkthrough, and it's like, mm. no, you could just be like, I'm stuck. I'll outsource getting unstuck and yeah. then move on. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. that all the time, and it's fine. Mm. Um, so, if we're not talking about another game, and I don't know whether this is something that maybe we'll touch on next week, or Adol, you want a bit more time on it, I was going to ask, you've been playing more games. You've been you've been spending time on lots of different yes you sir you've been spending <laughs> lots of time on different experiences different games yeah um, what you know it's been a little while it's it's been a minute yeah what has broken you back into it is, is there is there an easy is there an easy answer for that um yes and no so like um, March twenty fourth was when I officially became a doctor of philosophy and philosophy. Mm. I got the like, like no more hoops, no more jumps, no more whatever, no more administrative barriers. Uh, I haven't got convocated on a stage, but I've been awarded a degree, and mm. a lot of my life, for various reasons we won't get into, uh, over the past God knows too long years have been has been like struggling with getting that goal and feeling like doing things not towards that goal was bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we compound that with a global pandemic, and like there are things that I should be doing, but it's like, oh, what I should be doing post graduating is like applying to jobs. Turns out, COVID means hiring freeze. Fuck. Yeah. So it's like, 
And after like weeks of just trying to fill space, it's like, well, no, YouTube and Netflix and like when I'm guilty about wasting time, things like that are really good, especially YouTube because I like I love film, but I don't watch a lot of movies anymore because it's two hours wasted when it, yeah. you know, wasted. But yeah, enough time has passed where I'm just bored with short run escapism. And then I kind of jumped to, like, I could watch films, but also those are shitty too. Uh, oh, right, I like video games and I'm doing nothing else with my life. Why don't I just play a game? Like, it, a lot of it is, like, my own mental, like, barriers getting over. And then mm. also things like why I wanted, why, one of the reasons why I was like, shit, losers play this game, I own this game, I can give Ben a free copy, and it's a four-hour game. Yeah, It's like, I know that for me... It's not that I don't like long-haul games, but I definitely need to reuse into them because I still have some guilt about what should I be doing with my time, but also my sleep mm. schedule's broken. Um, yeah, you can't wake up for them turnips. I, yeah, I, I literally, for three and a half, <laughs> three, four weeks, I've been like, I understand that in Animal Crossing, you need to wake up before noon, find someone on your island, and spend all your money to buy turnips if it's a good price, or talk to your friends. And I have not been able to be awake even close to noon. Like, that's the life I'm leading. Um, but, like, so, so like, the COVID shit is why I kind of just lost track of FF7 Remake. Mm. Like, that's just, I like the game. I like it a lot. I've just lost track of it for, for a week now, almost, in a way that I didn't think I would, because mm. the world's kind of broken. Versus in the past, it would have been like, ah, I shouldn't play this. Now it's like, oh, I didn't notice that I haven't turned on the PS4 or tried to stream it or whatever. Um, well, so didn't expect hmm? that. Didn't expect that. Yeah, I thought you. Yeah, I thought you'd plow on for. Uh, to be honest, what like the key is, hmm. uh, the pandemic has encouraged me to not get out of bed, and with the Switch. I can pre I can play a couple hours of yeah. Gree. I can play my daily Animal Crossing, mm -hmm. and then deal with getting up. Like I, my sleep schedule is so fucked that like I'm going to bed more than three times a week. Either I'm I'm awake at six a.m. for multiple reasons. It's either I haven't gone to bed yet, or I've gone to bed early and then woken up again. Um, it's never, I went to bed at 9 and now I'm waking up ca casually at 6. So, like, the, the whole thing is, like, it's messed, but, like, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I have a modicum of, yeah, this is sustainable, but also, um, like, one of the things that happened this week, I was just chatting with a friend about, like, they were like, what game should I play? I'm like, oh, here are mm. some games. And then I was like, you should play Warzone. It's a nice fucking... I bet it's a nice just... <laughs> do a thing for an hour and a yeah. day. And then I was like, it's been out for probably a month now, and I've played it zero times. It's been installed on PS4 since day one. I should just find some time to just play a game and yeah. not worry enough, worry too much about and what level will I need to talk or report or stream or whatever? Or you know what? It's ten. I've had a few drinks. I'm not going to bed. My sleep schedule is fucked. 
I'll just play a game with whoever is around. Like I, I feel like I'm still in the need to make excuse phase that my PhD mm. made me be in, but I'm slowly crawling out of it. I think, and it's just taking longer than I anticipated in the sense of like, I'm fine with escapism now. That's done. But like for some reason, certain types of gaming just aren't jumping out at me because I mm. think it's just been too long since they were my default. Mm. Yeah. If Battlefield 1 was still around, uh, and in the sense of, like, if there was a game that I was used to my friends playing regularly, yes. I know yeah. I, I'd be doing that almost on the night. Like, I'm okay with playing games again. Uh, I just don't have that... I don't have a good sense of what what games my friends are playing. And honestly, it's more of the, I want to do things with friends. Mm. So often that's like Scriblio. Yeah. Because I yeah. have friends who want to play Scriblio. But yeah. if I have friends friends who wanted to play COD Warzone or whatever, I would do that gladly because I love playing real what I, dynamic, let's say, video games. Because I don't want to say Scriblio isn't the real video game. Um, but... <laughs> I will default to social, given the climate, way more mm -hmm. often than I will to more dynamic, skill-based stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And it seems like a... Like a pretty kind of normal progression from sort of where you were in terms of kind of like the, 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 the nights that you were having with friends and things like that to want to do those things and to default to that sort of, um, you know sort of stuff but also to sort of still miss those bigger experiences and think i do want them but i still need this extra element yeah. to it to, to be able to jump into absolutely yeah basically i'm i'm secretly a gamer that's capital g a capital m number three, three. r yeah, yeah. <laughs> um like yeah but like it's been so long since I, like i've basically been pushing those feelings back for a long time Mm. Uh, and that's that's okay, but it now that I'm in a position where I can embrace them, I'm just not used to the freedom of embracing them, and so it's taking longer than I would have thought to be like, yeah, I'll just do X. Yeah, you gotta let go of that guilt, sir. Mm. <laughs> Are you my therapist? Yes. Also, <laughs> I'm happy with having a new therapist because I don't have one right now. <laughs> it's just like nothing else. <laughs> We'll get done, but yeah, you know, that's fine. What am I getting it done for? What makes me happy? No one's getting anything done at the moment. Exactly. So. This is the, per the that's why I've just been playing so many games more than usual. <laughs> it's like, I think I've completed almost like fifty games at this point. So <laughs> far this year. I, I've uh, I've actually rehooked up my PS3, mm -hmm. and I think I can capture it. And I'm just I'm j I, I honestly I think I'm gonna. Down, like, buy a two and a half inch, like, two terabyte drive that I can shove into the PS3. Go on to PS Plus, or like, go into my downloads and just, like, what things do I own? Put them on the machine. Let's find out what fucking random shit I own on this weird <laughs> platform. <laughs> I think that'd be it, just like, and put them all there. Just like, just, just, yep. And then, like, RNG, this is the one I'm playing now. Who knows? Mm. That's Get out good. your Vita. 
I get on my Vita as if it was every put away. Come on now. Sure. My biggest complaint about the only thing ever the... used in the yeah. last five years. The only my biggest complaint about the Vita is that I can't easily plug it into a thing like TB out because it's got a it's got like one of the best versions of FF. It's got FF Origins, which is FF one and two in a remastered sprite thing. Mostly, it's a it's a way to play the first Final Fantasy games in mm. with minor like gameplay adjustments, but mostly okay. And it's like, I own it. I can do this. But if I wanted to do it here on screen, suddenly no, because the Vita has almost no output options. And it's like, yeah. How, how does the PSP have better like plug into my TV options <laughs> than the Vita? The Vita had many things wrong with it, you know. Um, it's still, it did. Well, I think it's one of my favorite portable um, platforms. Oh, yeah, I, I, I love my Vita, but it's just now that... I love my time with the Vita, but yeah. I'm happy to bury him, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's mm. very yeah. fair. And that's a good place for us to finish this yeah. one. Burying the Vita officially. Done. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure PlayStation have done that years ago, but oh, yeah. we've done it they here, right? They bullet now. in it in the first place. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, you, you equip the shovel and you, in the sea. you equip the shovel and then you get to a piece of grass that just is flat and you hit Y and you dig a hole and then you hit X and you highlight Vita and then you hit plant Vita and you put it in the ground and walk away. That's an Someone Animal Crossing piece. reference. Someone on their yeah. PC oh, presses I, I was thinking of Steamwell Dig. Ah, that's great. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's either or. Let's talk about our drinks this evening. Uh, Lucy, you mm. had um, one drink. Wild Basin Hot Sauce. How was it? I can do some of what Adele's pouring instead. Um, a bit of whiskey? Yeah, no, I hate whiskey actually. But um, anyway, <laughs> I'd rather drink the hard seltzer than whiskey. And that's probably the best endorsement I can give it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was okay. It, it's, 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 it's not what I drink for the purposes of having something nice to drink and having a conversation piece on this um, podcast. It is yep. very much, oh, I am intrigued by this. What is this like? And now I know what it's like. And I know it's not for me. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that, yeah, I'd, if I could pick up, let's say, £2.50 a can or £2 a can, I don't know how much Red Bull is. Like, I, I think it's very expensive. But <laughs> I think it's like one isn't something. It, isn't it like £5 for a four-pack? I, I think I bought it for, for like a friend's birthday. Yeah, I think it's year. like one twenty-five. so £5 for a four-pack would be... Uh, I was shocked. I was like, yeah. why is it this expensive? It tastes like crap. But, um... <laughs> It, it, if it's safe, I could buy a four pack for five pounds. That's yeah. reasonable, I guess. Um, maybe a bit more because it's alcoholic. And it's like, yeah, why not? If I just wanted yeah, to chug right. them and just get a buzz on, it's just like, I don't want to, you know, maybe I want to get buzz on. I don't want to drink all my expensive beer. That'll do, you know, right. and then maybe have a beer <laughs> interspersed between them. Yes. Actually get some flavor now and then. But mm -hmm. yeah, why not? But. Yeah, I, I can see why the, the craze caught on because yeah, it, the no sugar is not, and yeah, it's only a hundred calories. And mm. what a drink yeah. would fair enough go for it. Um, what was it called again? Wild Basin from Oscar Blues. 
um, their classic lime uh, drink. But yeah, I think I'd probably just rather have a slim lime and tonic, to be honest. Yeah, seems yeah. fair. It definitely does. Um, slim lime tonic and gin. Right? No, I mean. yeah. Gin and, gin and gin, gin yeah, we, knew you, we knew what you said. Gin I'd, rather, I'd rather get that in a can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Adol, you're putting your beers up. I know which one my favourite is. Which one's your oh, favourite? Oh, you tell me yours. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Brew York. The Big Eagle yeah. 2020. Um, it just gave me loads. It, it had this malty backbone to it. It had this nice kind of caramel sweetness. There was a big hop sort of burn, a lot of bitterness, piney bitterness in there as well. The fruitiness just edged in a little bit. Lots of different complex things kind of going on. Yeah. The Dank Money was nice. It's a nice beer. Uh, it, it, it flows through from those notes that it gives you very well, but it's not doing a huge amount. Yep. Uh, I'm going to mirror you on that, which is I'm going to also select the beer I had before the Dank Money, which was... Mm-hmm. Um, wow, okay. Polly's. Like yeah, it's the Polly's Pale Ale White Noise. Sorry, I've got um, my lighting situation isn't great because I'm clearly getting some real glare. Um, but yeah, this Pale Ale White Noise was just uh, again, it had some um, what do I want to say? Uh, it had some tropical, more pineapple than passiony fruit notes and some stone fruit that were just like really well interweaved and it was just doing that consistently throughout and then had a slightly alcoholic um finish Mm -hmm. basically you just had that bit of that sweetness a bit of that uh, burn afterwards when the sort of uh pineapple stone fruit faded and it just was the right level dynamic and like interplay that was interesting and melded well and had a good curve all the way through and the dank money ipa one thing i will say is it it you couldn't tell it was 7.4 percent it could easily be like 5.6 5.4 yeah absolutely um but um it kind of just didn't do enough so it wasn't, I mean, one, it just isn't what's on the tin. It's not that dank. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much more fruity. Um, and that's fine, right? Like, I don't need it to be dank, but it's much more fruity. And the dankness only comes when everything else fades away and you get the sense of a pininess, which is okay in general, but not what I want from a dank branded beer. Yeah. But even if I didn't know the names of these things, I think. The for me the the Polly's beer um, mm. just had more interesting things going on while mm. also being a reasonably singular taste. Like both of them, both these beers are essentially like there are some tasting notes and they will last the entire tasting curve at different mm. interplays. But there's nothing. There's no trade off. It's just like yep. this is what you get. This is what you get. Do you like it? Do you like it? And I just like this one more the way mm-hmm. the way those case interplay and the, the give and take between them it just it's just a more interesting beer and the um the dank money isn't dank enough and is kind of just a little too straightforward for, for for what i was hoping for yeah yeah absolutely it's reasonable it is it is it's mm. fair good so we will finish there this week uh, thank you if you've joined us on our twitch live stream 
thank you. you. Thank you if you've joined us on YouTube on Friday when this goes up. Or you're listening to us on your podcast service of choice. Get involved in the conversation. Let us know what you're drinking. Let us know the games that you're playing, what you think of them. If you've had any dank, dank beers or any hard seltzers and you're banging that drum and you fucking love them, we want, we want to know. And then we'll tell you you're yeah. wrong. Um, yeah. What game are you playing next? Oh, I think, I think actually later today after I have my belated dinner, which was ready like two hours ago but <laughs> i had already started recording so sucks to be me uh i think i'm gonna go back to ff7 remake and and bash out some some stuff so uh if you're around uh i'll be streaming that because i basically just hit stream every time i turn that game on nice uh it'll be on the omniarc but i think out of lives will auto host it so yes okay. nice ben you playing anything um i think i might try and i'll try and find some time for gree uh before we record next time but i think the next one i'm going to try is the heaven's vault demo oh yeah um, i was yes. super interested in that game when it released so i kind of uh any any um any way i can experience that for free i will try that so yeah, yeah. that's going to be something i try in the next couple of days um to see if it is um something i'm into and then pick it up on the, yeah. the sale price that it currently is for the Luna Aracon. it's something uh, that i wanted to play wanted to like more from the demo but i'm still okay. i still don't i'm still on the edge with that one right it looks like super up my alley but I'm not sure mm. was it is it was it released this year or last year last year yeah okay Fair. Yeah. what about you lucy what you got next uh well have i did download gears tactics but as soon oh, as yeah. i see a percentage in that game i'm gonna just turn it off probably um because i don't right. like that crap but um 94 percent to hit miss <laughs> yeah <laughs> i cannot stand that bullshit so i'm gonna see if it's on like easy it's got easy mode where i can hit yeah. everything 100 <laughs> at the time doubt it but um and also came out on game pass was deliver us the moon which oh yeah nice i never yeah, played yeah. on pc i only on I might play on Xbox. And apparently moving out. Um, that current mm. game is on Game Pass now, so going to check those out. And I've got a code for a game called The Flower Collectors. I'll speak about that next week. Um, so I'm hoping to jump into that. That seems super interesting, but yeah. Nice. Just more awesome. Game Pass, I guess. And if nice. people wanted to hassle you online, Lucy, how would they do that? They'd do that by hitting me up at JuicyLuce9. Everywhere, uh, yep. Everywhere, everywhere, in all the corners of the internet. All so, of them. Cherries, yeah. Send one in the post. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, of course, you're not Juicy Loose Line 9 on no. uh, Switch because mail. no one can be something simple. And what you're <laughs> asking for is a s Animal Crossing user to send you cherries. Yeah, uh, But the if post. they contacted you... Juice Lose 9 on anything else you could get the else, yeah. Code. Yeah. So send me the cherries and I need a DIY recipe for a cutting board a cutting board? yeah because I really want to make this same it's like a cutting recipe and some other thing anyway yeah. oh, Good. Man. Oh, so next week we are uh, we are going to find another we're hoping to grab another Animal Crossing uh, head and then Ben can just nap in the corner while, yeah, just while, while everyone else talks. <laughs> just um, <drink>. yeah, <laughs> fun. 
Absolutely. Uh, Adol, how do people get hold of you if they want to uh, uh, play and talk to you about your renewed love for games? Uh, they, you can reach me at the Omniarch, T-A-G-A-O-M-N-I-A-R-C-H, on all of things except Twitch, where I'm the underscore Omniarch. And on Switch, just ask me what my Switch code is on something else. And also... Uh, send in cherries. Yeah, send, send me cherries. cherries. And, and big ups to uh, Nintendo of Canada for sorting out the big hack because I did the calculation and uh, just I, uh, right before the podcast, basically, I uh, talked to Nintendo and was like, so I got fucked and that's money I can't afford. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do the thing. And they're like, oh, so you got hacked three times. I'm like, no, no, I got hacked for three different amounts multiple times. So one thing I will say is if you were hacked, make sure you push them to make sure they're not jumping to conclusions. Because I got hacked for $140.16, and then $14.16. And it's like, so you got hacked three times. It's like, no, I got hacked 16 times. It's just there were three different yeah. amounts across the 16 times. Mm. I got hacked for $740.40. No. Yeah. Uh, and, Too fat uh, folk. So, so friends, I today. You, yeah, friends, <laughs> do the two-factor thing, uh, and also maybe don't tie your PayPal to your Nintendo. Just, just, <laughs> just maybe like make it more effort to buy a shitty game that you didn't want because, uh, <laughs> goddamn. I don't have 740 bucks to spare, let alone... What they're doing right now is that looking at your theme profile, the Omniarch, and they're like, <laughs> this guy definitely bought all those games. <laughs> There's a track record for this. He's got 6,000 games that he hasn't... <laughs> I don't have 6,000 games. I have like 1,500 games. <laughs> None of which I've played. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Change your so... username. I'll do that before you change your password. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, Tom Luck um, and everybody, Tom Luck doesn't like to be scammed. He's looking into you, mate. Yeah, so so uh, I had a really good interaction with Nintendo. Obviously, they got hacked, and that's shitty, but also I... They have billions, yeah. considering how much. Um, <laughs> so they basically told me that it'd be a week to, a week to two weeks of real-time business days before I saw PayPal refund me that money. Mm. And knowing how PayPal works, it's probably just going to sit in my PayPal and not go back to my bank account. Yeah, it will so, do. So yeah. uh, that's going to encourage me to spend money because it's it's in limbo. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it could be worse. I mean, I could have just lost that that money that Absolutely. I can't afford. Right? Yes. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, well, uh, contact you know. me at the Omniarch. Um, to help and, set up two-factor authentication, or or or, or um, I mean, I'm going to start an fans.com slash the Omniarch, so you can pay me back for any money lost. <laughs> I mean, it'll just Good. be shots of my like my PS3 and my Switch. Be like these these are the the hot nudes you're looking for. I'll take the cover <laughs> off. <laughs> I'll give you all the insides. Uh, I am at Nova <laughs> underscore 47 on the platforms that I'm on. We are at Tanked Up Cast on Instagram, on Twitter. Go to outoflives.net to read lots of brilliant articles to see our faces, listen to us, or go to our YouTube page. Again, if you want to see the beers that we've been pouring and our live reactions to each other's absurd stories uh, and goings-on in life, 
that's pretty much everything. You've if you've tuned into us um, on the live stream, uh, you have done so on Twitch. I think this week we're gonna try and expand that next week, possibly um, looking at something else. If you haven't and you want to join us on a Tuesday evening, you can find us on Twitch at I think it's Out of Lives Network, isn't yep. it? Um, and probably the Out of Lives Facebook page moving forward as well. But we'll see. We'll see what we've avenues we've got to cover. Yeah. And uh, those yeah. of you who did join us, I, I, I can see some of you some uh, have, have popped in kind of late, but uh, Super send late. us a hey. note. Yeah, hello, and uh, send us a note on any platform, and uh, you let us know what you want to see, and we'll try and make that happen. Also, I think our Twitch channel is going to get more vibrant, wrong word, more active. Uh, God, yeah, I shouldn't have had that ounce of whiskey, which I poured and then immediately finished. <laughs> While we're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. It, thanks for tuning in. Let us know if you enjoy the broadcast or what you're looking for for a broadcast. Because obviously, we're trying to balance podcast recording and live broadcast and things we know and things we don't. So let us know so we can uh, adapt. And we're gonna finish on a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Um, um bye. Yep. Yeah. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>